This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Get a local and toll-free number. Just bring your own. See how it works. Go to grasshopper.com. Our first guest, Carson Palmer, is a former USC Heisman Trophy winner who lived up to his billing, becoming the first overall pick of the NFL draft in 2003, a three-time pro bowler who was the AFC Player of the Year with the Cincinnati Bengals in 2005, and the NFL Comeback Player of the Year with the Arizona Cardinals in 2015. Only 13 players in NFL history passed for more yards than Carson. When was his 14th season in 2017, and he's here with us today to talk about his days at Southern Cal. Carson, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. I can uh, I can talk SC football all day, any day. So let's go. <laughs> there we go. Well, let's start. You had offers coming out of high school from Notre Dame in Miami of Florida, in addition to USC. Why the Trojans? Beyond his history, what makes the program special? Well, I grew up in Southern California, so. Um, you know, SC football was on TV all the time. It was talked about all the time. Uh, it was easy for my family to, to drive, and you know, an hour, an hour and a half north, and, and watch me play in my home games. And it's, you know, if, if you grew up in Southern California, SC is it. And if it's not SC, it's you know, Oregon or maybe UCLA. Um, but if you're a Southern California kid and, and uh, you grew up here, there's there's uh, there's SC, and like I said, kind of everybody else is in second place. Well, you went to, when you went to Southern Cal, of course, you went there to play for Paul Hackett, but you finished up uh, playing for Pete Carroll, uh, and you spent two years with each. How did each of those coaches impact you as a quarterback? Well, playing for Coach Hackett, you know, right when I got there was his first year. Uh, they had just fired John Robinson, and um, I was part of that kind of new that new uh, new group of coaches with with Coach Coach Hackett and. I really learned the West Coast offense. That was my first introduction to a really true pro-style offense, an offense that's probably run by, I don't know, a third of the teams in the NFL currently, and there's probably every team in the NFL that, that takes a couple concepts and schemes from the old-school West Coast offense. So um, I learned it from Paul Hackett at 18 years old, and, and I was watching cut-ups and, and watching film of Joe Montana when Coach Hackett was, was coaching him in Kansas City. Um, we were watching old 49ers film, Coach Seifert, you know, all, all the greats that ran that system. Um, so I, I was learning that. That was my first introduction to football, and, and it doesn't get much more complex or much more difficult than that. So it was really an eye-opener. Uh, it was great, you know, for my NFL career because I've had different um, different stops along the way. I've had some West Coast offense concepts, and, you know, that was what I really grew up on. And then when, when Coach Carroll came in, you know, for my last two years, it was huge for me. Um, I think that's when I really stepped into a leadership role and a veteran role. and um, He probably forced me into that and pushed me into that, um, and it was the, by far the best thing for me. Um, but just, just having a chance to play for Coach Carroll and his passion, his energy, um, his love for the game, his love for competition, um, I learned a ton from, from both the coaches. Ron and I both covered Pete in the NFL, Carson. Passion, energy. You're absolutely right. That's an understatement. Wow. He is, uh, sure. He's got it. Uh, no we're doubt. speaking with form, former SC Heisman Trophy winner Carson Palmer, the Arizona Cards on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com and on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Carson, um, as you know, four-year starters at quarterback are, are rare in college and much less at a uh, high-profile program like USC. It, it, it seems as if so many of the elite college quarterbacks now leave after their junior seasons so I'm wondering um you didn't 
How did playing a fourth season benefit you and your development as a pro prospect? Yeah, it has changed. I mean, just in my last 14 or 15 years, now fifth-year seniors aren't ready for the NFL because nobody's running you know, everybody's running college-style systems. Nobody's running pro-style systems. But for me, really, you know, I, I got to the end of my junior year and, and had a bunch of agents and people telling me to, to come out, and I never wanted to, not even for a second. But, you know, you, you're 20, 21 years old. Um, you're just trying to hear and, and listen um, to people that you think they know what they're talking about. And I had different round projections, and, and I always felt like I had a chance to be um, a top pick, and I had some people telling me third round, some people telling me late first, some people second, fifth, seventh, everybody was all over the board. Um, and I learned at that, going through that process, that nobody knows. You know, these these experts and these agents and these guys that tell you one thing and, and then change their mind the next week, you just realize how quickly that nobody knows. Um, and I didn't want to come out. I wanted to, to be there for that senior year with the group of guys that I came in with, and, and I just wanted to keep playing college football. I would have played another one if I could have. So really, uh, back then, you know, everybody wanted me to come out uh, around me except for myself, and I just felt like I had the chance to, to continue to grow, to continue to develop and be a top pick and you know, continue to win games and, and hopefully win a national championship and never even really thought much about the Heisman. That wasn't really on my radar. Um, you know, obviously it, it ended um, the way it did, but I, I really just wanted to continue playing college football. It's such a, SC is such a great place to play. It's such a, a tremendous ed- education. It's a great school. There's unbelievable professors. And, and um, I just, you know, I, I really enjoyed my senior year. Like I said, I came in with a really good class of guys. We went through coaching changes and, co- you know, Coach Acker got fired and this new guy comes in. Nobody knows anything about and All the media is doing is saying that they hired the wrong guy and Pete Carroll. And, you know, it just, you know, all the things that stacked up against us, um, it was an exciting time because we wanted to prove people wrong and, and we knew we had a good team. We ended up going on and, and winning the Orange Bowl. And what an amazing experience that was, you know, for, for our group of guys in our senior class. So um, it really wasn't on my radar to come out. I didn't want to come out. And, and I'm glad looking back, I got another year of college football underneath my belt and um, ended up improving my draft status and, and just learning more about the game and preparing myself for once I did finally get to the NFL to have another year of experience, to have that much more underneath my belt, it was uh, it was a huge building block for me. Carson, you were roommates throughout your college career with Troy Palomalo and Matt Castle. How do they keep you grounded? Well, we, we stayed very easily grounded on uh, West 24th Street in South Central Los Angeles. We had, uh, I think, probably at one point nine or ten guys in one four-bedroom house. There was guys on the couches. There was rats being caught and rat traps <laughs> at night. Uh, we were in in the middle of the hood and, and respected by the local local gang members and and uh, always kind of protected you know we back then we didn't you know we were scraping by on our stipend checks and barely covering rent split you know matt castle and i shared a room that wasn't even a room it was a like a dining room in a 1920 old victorian house that had not been touched or redone since 1920 and we made it into like a makeshift bedroom and then Malifo McKenzie and Leonard Vandermeet shared another kind of random room that they made into a bedroom. So it was easy to stay grounded. You know, rent is obviously expensive in, in California and especially expensive in Los Angeles. And we scraped by, we, we put our money together, did barbecues and uh, played dominoes every night and, and video games. We, we really enjoyed that, that uh, college experience. And we didn't know any different. We, you know, we, that, that was all we knew uh, was scraping by trying to make rent and, 
trying to fit as many guys in the house as we could to cut that <laughs> rent up and into smaller pieces. So it was really easy to stay grounded with that group. <laughs> what uh, what would you say your best memory uh, from your days at SC? At least one that you can tell us. <laughs> oh, I've got a ton. Uh, <laughs> but really, just the people. Just the people. I mean, you you know, the, the coaches that I had a chance to play for were spectacular. Norm Child, Pete Carroll, and you can go on and on. But the guys that lived in that house, uh, you know, guys that went on to play in the NFL, guys like Lenny Vandermeet, and then guys that, uh, you know, Norm Katnick had chances here and there, and Kerry Colbert played for a while. We, you know, there was a bunch of guys that played in the NFL, and some guys that didn't didn't make it, you know. Um, but just coming in together, you know, you, you go through a coaching change, which is so crazy. You know, pe- people don't realize how, how crazy it is on, on the players because then you start thinking, man, are they going to take my scholarship away or, are they going to, you know, bring in a freshman that's a local kid and, and take my position away? You know, there's so many different things that go on and with our group of buddies and, and our teammates. And then for Pete Carroll to come in and, and really kind of change the atmosphere and really change everything. And for us to finish, you know, and, and go out and, and win the Orange Bowl and then see that, that same group of guys that we were the older guys, the veterans, the leaders, and see those guys go on and win a national championship next year and the following year. Um, the, the, just really the people and, and the guys I had a chance to play with and, and play for. Hey, Carson, we're out of time, but thanks so much for joining us, and best of luck this season. You know what? I think you're, you should be the recruiter for SD. I'm, I'm ready to go myself right now. <laughs> right. Go to you. Except for those rats, of course. <laughs> if, if it was legal, I would, but I, I appreciate it. Thanks, for having me on, guys. <laughs> thanks, Carson. Thanks, Carson. Thanks, Carson. That was Heisman Trophy winner Carson Palmer, the Arizona Cardinals. Coming up next, why pass Russia Neil Smith deserves greater consideration from the Hall. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, this is Morton Anderson, and you're listening to Rick, Ron, and Clark of the Talk of Fame Network.